This is a big pod. We're back to like, we're back to the the Saturday Saturday Saturday. Pod. Saturday. Yeah. Like loosen the tie, like take off the suit jacket. What what do we say Saturdays was? Saturdays was like the Ocean's Eleven. Like your yes. your tuxedo tie is undone. And you're just like you're ready to exactly go exactly. It's definitely full on Rat Pack style. <laughs> everybody the most awesome and brand and a sports podcast coming at you as we always do and we have a dynamite episode 156 for your eardrums guys do us a favor please subscribe leave five stars tell a friend shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com i'm brandana and with me as always this not just in it's been here and he is the best most awesome Oh man, I like that. I just, I when you were doing your intro, I just closed my eyes and just listened to the the <laughs> sultry tones wash over me. It was great. I love it. Like sometimes I, you know, I sometimes I'll I'll take shots at you during Nia for sure, yes, and you know through sure. the rest of the pod. Right. But the intro is where I just kind of butter your bread a little bit. Like exactly you right. Like, you you make sure you want, you let the audience know, you know, hey, this guy is it has my heart, and yeah. I want to make sure that everyone knows it. Yep, get ready to go. And then if you just get a participation trophy at the end of this, so be it. How's your week been, buddy? What's going on? What's the hat? It's, it's going good, man. It's going good. Uh, you know, we just got pounded with snow, which is always fun. Kids playing in the in the snow. We had a snow day. Kids had a snow day on Tuesday, Monday. No, oh, no are, Tuesday, are, are, Tuesday. Are they back to going to school? Yeah, they're full. Yeah, they, they go to school. They're in person. Um, so they had a snow day, which is rad for them. Um, and they liked it. They got to play around. Daddy got to stay home with them because our, our nanny also got snowed in as well, too. So snow day for daddy, too. Uh, nice. Do the kids get burnt out playing in, in the snow? Is it just kind of over? It's just like, uh, I already built like two snowmans this season. Like, I'm good. Check. Or they're just like, get back <laughs> right. out there. I can do better. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny too. It's like our, my, our kids are not the same way. It's like you and I used to go out and like, all right, mom, we'll see you. Mom, dad, we'll see you guys later. Peace. I'm going outside playing. Like they don't want to do that. The comforts of like internet and like, yeah, you know, all that stuff, you know, it's so like, all right, this is cool for like 30 minutes. I've done the snow angel. I built the snowman. Like I'm out, like, let's come back inside. So we've got to like, kick them back outside or the worst is i shouldn't say the worst but they want us to come out and play with them and it's like no man i know i don't want i did my playing when i was your age i don't want to do it now in my 40s yeah because like going out to play like as kids we were just like all right we can either like watch young and the restless yes. or we can, like go out there and like just get it on and play football in the snow like which way do you want it's just like you know what let's put the plastic bags over our feet <laughs> The boots on top of that and oh, let's just like model like, ourselves how we can to be outside for like six straight hours do you remember like the intricate ways you would like tuck socks into oh, just like yeah. layering i'm like there's no way snow's getting in here and invariably that's like why are my socks like soaked eight minutes into playing football or I know, well i also like sport I, yeah i don't feel like i got like a great tutorial from my parents like it was just kind of like figure it out and then by like the time like you age a little bit it's just like all right like i'm a pro like yeah. the socks on first yeah and then it's the it's the plastic bag over the sock and then it's the sweatpants over that plastic bag yeah and then it's the uh it's the windbreaker pants over those sweatpants and then you put the shoes on and it's just like all held up in there it's just like as long as those feet are dry i can be out there all day yeah you put tucking the boots into all of that and getting that perfect seal and then lacing yeah. it up nice and tight around the boot Oh man. Yeah. And then 
obviously mittens on or gloves on first jacket in. So you get the seal on that. Like you go, you know, your sweatshirt and stuff over that gloves over top of that. Then you dart through the arm of the, the jacket to get it, to get that perfect seal. That's right. Also, right. Cause you had to like gloves had to kind of go off, go on last, even though that wasn't the order. Cause you had to zip shit up. And then I remember like, you'd have to rely on your part, like my brother, probably yeah. like your brother. And it's like, all right, we'll pull that sleeve over my glove sleeve right there. So I got a good seal there too. So what you, yeah, you, you could do that or you could have them just zip you up. That's what I would do. Just, you just like, I'm going into space. Just right. fucking, put, <laughs> fucking put, put the helmet on, lock me in. I'm ready to go. Apollo 13 in it. Just walking down. It's just like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I guess we got a dynamite episode yeah. 56. We're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing the NBA all-star selects. We're going to do our draft. We're going to jump into the inbox, tackle a couple there. Do MAB fixes NBA double standards. Mm. Um, we got a new segment we're introducing. You hear about this? You hear about this? Yahoo headlines rapid fire. We're going to oh, jump into MAMA parenting tip. We're talking about kids allowances. We're going to do the Neapolitan showdown top planets, and we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our pal. It starts now. Woo! all-star select so they're still kind of doing the same thing are they going to go back from this so uh basically we have they roll this out different times right so they give us our starters they give us the top 10 five from each conference right and then they'll give us like the reserves and the rest of that later and then they'll yeah and then the they'll select two captains this year the captains are lebron james from the western conference and then kevin duran from the eastern conference and they'll select in a fantasy draft of uh nba talent for this all-star game is, is this do you like the system better i think this is our third year going into it i think you're right yeah yeah i think third, you're right I think, it's, I think it's third but is this like uh they just kind of lighten this up a little bit like it was just getting a little tired and it's like i i do like how the nba is pushing the envelope a little bit because i think last year also they did the that alternate like score change where it's just like one elon, elon scoring yeah yeah and they're doing that again this year they've, they've oh, announced that they're gonna that do that fun. It's a ton of fun too, because it's like they, it's, you don't know what the number is going into it. So it's just after the third quarter, the highest, the, the leader of points, whoever has the highest number of points gets the, 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 the win, the clinch is 24 points on top of that. So if, if the, you know, team LeBron has 130 points, then the goal is 154. Uh, so that's a very fun and interesting wrinkle. And they're going to be rolling that back out. Um, I like this. Yes, because. I mean, conference it used to be like, you know, growing up, we used to be like, I'm an Eastern conference guy. I'm an, an NFC guy. I'm an, a, you know what I mean? I'm an AFC yeah. guy. Um, I think it's, I think it's good because of the way that fantasy has changed, like the way kids today and people today watch sports, they weigh more often root for individuals than they do their team. I mean, they'll have their team, but they're also still continue to root for Anthony Davis or Tom Brady or whomever it is, because, you know, they like that guy because he's been on my fantasy team or, or what have you. So I think it's a good wrinkle. I think it brings a little bit of fun and interest, I think. And I don't know if they're planning on doing it this year, but I think like the draft 
right? Seeing these guys draft players is the most interesting part of it. Yeah, two points there. Um, so I, I totally agree. And I think the, you know, the overused phrase that we're all kind of burnt out on, but it's actually the fact is just kind of player empowerment. And so like these players right. like hopping around from different teams, we definitely see it the most in the NBA, which kind of makes sense and lends itself to that to where it's just like, you know, the conference aren't a big deal. It's almost like there's no real team loyalty from like, you know, the kids coming up. It's just like it's player loyalty and who you want to mm-hmm. see. So it, it yeah. makes it's interesting. I, I like how the NBA is kind of pushing forward. And like you talked about too, um, just like these different players getting drafted by the different teams and then kind of seeing like how they can gel together. And actually you're not sure. Cause I'm not sure. I try to look for it if they're air. Cause they used to not air it for some reason of like, is it to protect the actual guy drafting it? Like in case he has like a teammate and he's not drafting his teammate first. Like, I mean, we'll see that in obviously the, uh, the East with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irvin's one of the top 10. So it's just, is it to protect him from like, you know, not going after his boy. Yeah, I think there will be a little bit of that of like, you know, because because that's where all the talking heads in our podcast and be like, oh, you know, like twice Kevin Durant passed on Kyrie Irving, which would be a little bit interesting for sure. So I think that there is something like that. They have to definitely, you know, you know, the, the guys get scrutinized enough. So if we can not, you know, thrust them into the forefront of, uh, you know, media scrutiny, we can uh, we can avoid that. So do we know for Aaron the draft? I don't believe we are. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That makes sense. Uh, so we can uh, Luka Doncic. Uh, here's the top 10. Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, LeBron James, uh, Nicole uh, Jokic, uh, Kawhi Leonard from the West. And then the East, we have Kyrie Irvin, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, uh, Giannis, and Embiid. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, do you agree with these? How, how are these selected, right? It's a little bit, is it a little bit media, a little bit players, a little bit fans? Yes, it is uh, 25% fans, or excuse me, 25% players and media each get 25%, and then the other 50% is made up with with uh, the fans. So there's, there's a big controversy predominantly with the um, selection of Luka Doncic over Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard having a great season, averaging 29 points. The Trailblazers unexpectedly, not because of their preseason, but because of the injuries. CJ McCollum, uh, Nurkic, their two and three uh, best players on that team are both injured. So Dame Lillard is just carrying this team. I think they're like 18 as we pod tonight, like 18 and 14 right now, and like the or 18 and 10 like in the fourth place in the uh, Western Conference, which, you know, Dame has just been standing on his head in order to get there. Luka Doncic's won, I think, by and large, probably because of the fan vote, predominantly with, like, that international flavor, right? I mean, because it's uh, it's not just, like, here, continental USA. It's all over the, the, the world, the globe. Um, so I think I think Luka got the, the – the, because I think they were pretty close – uh, split 50-50 on the players and the media came down to the fans. And I think the fans voted a little bit more for Luca over Damian Lillard. So that was the big controversial starter. But, I mean, Lillard's going to be an all-star. So, I, 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 you know, I wonder how – I wonder how much these guys – like actually care about being an all-star starter or being just like an all-star in general. It used to just be like being an all-star was just the way. And before in days past, it was all fan voting. Like it wasn't 
this mix of players and 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 media and fans it was all just i remember filling out the ballots when i was a kid for you know just my players and you'd get these guys that you know maybe shouldn't have been there but they were like a, a team representative and all the fans were voting for you know their guy yeah yeah, yeah. you just fill them out the ballot for all five yeah. yep i can imagine yeah, that yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh but for the most part like we like they got it right top 10 yeah i think so i mean like i said even the media was split players were split so it's not like it was like you know definitively oh like dame lillard was superior they're pretty close i mean you can make the argument statistically uh because luca is like averaging like 29 points a game eight uh rebounds almost nine rebounds and nine assists a game that's pretty impressive i think dame's like 29 you know five rebounds and and eight assists a game nothing to you know shake a stick at either the the blazers are playing better and overperforming the maths are underperforming but i think you know like i said they're all going to be all-stars so i don't know how bad of a thing i mean even luca though although it was probably the right thing to say came out and did say he's like oh i think dame should have been over me but it is what it is okay well uh we'll go back to it like the reserves come out uh i think this weekend so let's just we'll just do our top five then we can return to this next week and we'll finish out okay uh, I'm a little bit further east than you are, so I'll take the east. I will represent Kevin Durant. Ooh. You'll represent the west with LeBron James. Um, I have a coin in my hand. Pick left or right, bro. Uh, I'll go Remember left. I'll go left. Go left? Okay. Yep. Nothing's in there. Coin's in right. Oh, look at that. All right, so uh, I will pick first. And out of the gate with my number one, I am going to go with Give me a beat. Give me, oh. a beat. give me, give me a little, give me a little presence downstairs. Um, you know, I think this is one in his last, you know, kind of three or four years where he's been crushed, questioned a little bit about just kind of his hustle and really like being committed. It looks like he's really trying to put together something to make an honest run at it. So I want that center presence. It's rare to get someone of just kind of that talent inside that can also kind of move the basketball. So I will, I will be taken and be with my first pick. Good call. Embiid making a push for the MVP this season. I like it. But Oops. if I'm so if I'm LeBron now, I'm yeah. I'm I'm average. I'm having a LeBron-esque year, 26 points. Sure. Eight boards, eight assists. Um, I'm gonna look to get somebody to help with a little bit of that scoring off the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go give me Steph Curry. Yep, 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 yep. I uh, predictably go with Steph Curry. Uh, I like that. Predictably, thirty points. I mean, he's he's shooting almost forty-two percent on twelve threes a game. Uh, unbelievable. He's gonna just be dropping. He's being raining three three pointers from like half court. I like it. He's gonna open up the the offense for us. That's right. Hitting it from the logo. From the logo. Right. From the Call logo. The logo. Uh, call him chewing on his fucking mouthpiece, but we like the guy. <laughs> oh, you're you're back. You're back to it. <laughs> back, I'm back. I'm back. Um, okay, well, so give me this little bit. Uh, Durant and Bead. I like my length. Um, I like I like my scoring. Give me a little bit of defense and score that can handle the ball. I'm gonna go with Kawhi Leonard. Give me Leonard with my second pick. It's a good pick, Kawhi. Um, hopefully, he won't be on minute restrictions here playing in this game. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
Um, Probably impossible, but yeah. <laughs> if, if minute restrictions in regular season games that actually matter, I can't imagine a fake game that doesn't matter. But uh, fingers crossed. Right. So I like. So I'm. I've got LeBron, and I've got Steph. Yeah. I do want a little bit of length. To your point, I'm going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo. 28 points, 12 rebounds, six assists. Shooting's a little off this year, but it's okay. I like him. He's multifaceted. He could play against Kevin Durant. He can also play a, a, a little bit against Embiid as a starter. So give me Giannis. Yeah, I like that also. Like, um, I I have to restrict myself from picking Giannis because I refuse to give him the soft G that Zane actually entails. <laughs> <laughs> so until I can fucking learn how to do that, I don't deserve that pick at all. Um, I so spared I, you, bro. I spared I, you on I, that one, yeah. Uh, I got Durant and Bede, Kawhi Leonard. Um, well, somebody that I just want to kind of take the ball down. I'm going to go Luka Doncic, my number four pick. It's a good pick, Luka. He's going to be somebody that's going to initiate the offense for you. Yeah, it's good. Like, you bring it down, like, uh, not as not as hot this year. I don't want to say a lull. I'll say a plateau. But uh, definitely, I think somebody that, you know, like, that can make this this offense has plenty of opportunity, especially with, like, Durant and Bede. So just, like, him being able to come down and kind of get things fired up. Like, I, I like the ball in his hands. I like it. I like it. So for my next pick, I'm going to go with Nikolai Jokic, the Joker, the Joker, mm-hmm. 27 points, 11 rebounds, eight and a half assists a game, shooting 57% from the field, 40% from three, 87% from, from uh, the free throw line. Give me the Joker. I like it a lot. I like it. Um, yeah, like like his presence, I like you know doesn't necessarily need to be right next to the basket to score, size up a little bit like physical basketball. That's uh, always a fan of that, especially in NBA with these guys that want to keep far away. Uh, so now we got Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal coming down to it, and just for legit locker room chemistry to not fuck shit up, and <laughs> the earth is indeed round. I gotta go with Bradley Beal. i you know what durant's got to deal with kyrie irvin enough on a day in day out basis like this is an all-star weekend this is a vacation i'm trying to give him his fullest vacation from all the things to get away from give me bradley beal i love it hilarious uh, all right we guys we want to hear your vote so um we will finish this out when they select the reserves um right now if you want to keep track of the teams you guys shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com let us know out of the gate what you think the line is who thinks winning um you got brandana his team durant is kevin durant mb quiet leonard luka Doncic, and bradley beal and you have most awesome team lebron with steph curry uh Giannis, Giannis. <laughs> uh, the Joker, and Kyrie Irving. Uh, let us know. Beautiful. What, what, what do you feel like this, brother? Just out of out of the gates. I like it. I like my team so far. I like the length. I'm I'm, I'm loving the fact that you took Bradley Beal. We're gonna go small, ball handlers all over. We're gonna spread them out. Passing is gonna be through the roof. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we're gonna have Giannis just roaming the back line, just sure, sure, yeah. stuffing you, just yeah. just taking two <laughs> T Branda, little chip on his shoulder. He's like, it's Giannis, motherfucker. Um, all right. Um, MVP fixes. <laughs> hey, Marv, you got the package. Order, order, order. Uh, order number seventy-eight. Oh, was that extra jalapeno? Uh, yeah, it is. Pizza. There's actually pizza being cooked back here. Um. All right, brother, um, MAB fixes. We're talking about the NBA double standard. So we saw um, we had our boy Draymond come out uh, yes. on on a mic. And then how mic just like kind of calling the media and all the fans out. Uh, update us on what went down and how do we fix this? Yeah, so interesting. So his his main overarching thesis was that he just he just thought it was bullshit. It was coming off the fact that they were sitting Andre Drummond, the Cavs were sitting him because they were going to be trading him, and he and he thought it was a, a a big double standard in the way that the the players are treated when they want a a trade or demand a trade versus how teams can handle wanting to facilitate a trade. Uh, and it went off and talked about, you know, you know, guys getting crucified in the media, James Harden, Kyrie Irvin for taking mental health days. Um, but basically he was like, you know, the, the, the fan or the, the players need to have the same rights and the same respect that teams have. And, you know, Anthony Davis getting, you know, a hundred thousand dollar fine. Actually it was $50,000, but he said a hundred thousand dollar fine for requesting a trade, but then they can go and, pull Harrison Barnes in the middle of the game and tell him, Hey, you're getting traded. You can't play anymore or sitting, you know, DeMarcus cousins right before he has to find out in an interview. So yeah, well, I mean, from- what's, what's the, I, I don't see, I don't see the problem in this and I'll let you fix it. Like, I just yeah. like, that's, that's what a team did. Like a team moves players and that's what, and the, the player empowerment, I, I know it's gaining momentum. Like I was gaining momentum. I don't know if it's peaked yet, but I right. get that players can do things to kind of force the envelope, but there still is the, entities the companies are the teams for sure. and like those what and even though players have found ways to leverage what power they have it doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to be a tip for tap both sides i i agree and and let's just let's just also start off from the beginning is, is that sure. we're both fans of players having empowerment and having control of their own. Yes, I'm. I'm, just, I, I'm, strictly, I'm. I'm strictly saying this as yeah, like. No, no, I, um, I agree. I just want to make sure we're we're definitely like pro player. Like you know, have your you know have your control of your career within respect that's relative to the to the agreement of that. I work for a company. They we I have a contract with that company, and they're allowed to do certain things and. I'm allowed to do X sort of things, right? So it's like, to your point is, is you know, the 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 NBA, the teams of like, I'm the Pistons and I want to trade Blake Griffin. I have the full rights to do that, you know, and you as a player, you know, have the, the security of the agreement that's there and yeah. the guaranteed contract of that. Now you sign that with me, some people would argue, and I think it's a little like bullshit. It's like, well, I signed it with the Pistons. That doesn't mean I didn't sign it with the Cavs who were trying to trade it for me. No, no, no. You s- signed a, a a contract that I can, through collective bargaining, through the way that you get paid and everything like that, I can then move that asset and trade that contract. And there are no trade clause. 
which probably means like in negotiations, if that means you have to take a little less or whatever, you can put in a no trade clause because you know. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. So you have leverage in that. It's like, no, I'm, I don't want to, I'm James Harden and I don't want to ever want to leave Houston again. And I sign the Supermax deal. Well, I can do that. And then I can, I, you know, I can, I can guarantee that I'm going to be here in, in Houston forever. If that's the place that I want to be. And I think you're right. I think to, to your point B is, is there's a level into which it's like, where does player empowerment kind of reach its ceiling? Right. Yeah. Like, I think you're right. Cause it's like, it's, and thanks for stopping me. Cause it is a little bit like if, if the franchises, if the teams, if the leagues weren't taking advantage of the players, which we've seen, then, you know, I, I, in a, in, in a macro in a perfect world in a utopia of a league, that's how I'd like it to work out. Cause it's just like players are like assets to the team right. and you collect assets and you put a team together. And then if you have to trade those, that's, that's just how the league works. Like you're part of this team, they're dealing with the salary crap. They're trying to figure out how they're going to further that franchise. And sometimes you just, you trade pieces now as a player, like you come in and it's just like, all right, I'm either going to sign the Supermac deal or, you know, I can take a little less to guarantee I stay here and I'll use that in negotiation table. But now right. we see on both sides of it, it's just, you know, there's there's kind of like this neither side trusting the other. And it's just like now players have like all the power, all the power. And then it's like that's freaking like the franchise is out. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is, is you know, to your point, it's like, you know, there's nothing to be said about the fact that players can then demand a trade and then their agents can basically say, these are the teams that we want to be traded to. Right. Yeah. So you can basically strong arm the teams into trading them to and, and put them in, in a, you know, in a disincentivized position, that team to trade me, Anthony Davis, to the Lakers, because that's where he wants to go. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying that that you have to understand that that's the give and take of this negotiation. Right. Yeah. Is that, you know, your agent is working on the behalf of Anthony Davis, trying to facilitate that on the back end, but he's also shutting down and, and working against all these other trades that we won't accept. And you're kind of hamstringing these, you know, organizations to actually get like a real value for that player. You know what I mean? Cause, cause they could sit there and the Lakers could sit there and be like, well, we're going to, you know, we know he's coming here. Yeah, that's what kind of and that's and yeah, and I feel like that's what hamstrings and a little, especially if they're talking about like expanding the league by two more teams or whatever. Like, that's just like really destroying the small market teams. But I, I, this is where I could use your fix because I see it from both sides. It's also like an Anthony Davis or like even like a Kevin Garnett. I mean, Kevin Garnett was a little bit before player empowerment, but mm -hmm. you know he had to get the fuck out of like Minnesota because mm -hmm. it was just like you know like these guys, this is the only career they have. Like they deserve the chance to get a fucking chip if they're like, you know, like top 200 players of all time. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's interesting too, that cause, cause yes, I mean, he had like Kevin Durant had put everything in and it had reached its point where it's like, we're not here now. So it was like one of those things where it's like the organization and Kevin Durant were like understanding that we're not going to have a chance. Wait, Durant or Garnett? Garnett, excuse me, Garnett. Excuse yeah. me. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. That Garnett and, and the, the Timberwolves are not going to compete for an NBA title. Yeah. So let's move on from this. Let's part ways amicably. I'm going to get a good deal. You're going to get a good deal. 
and let's just go for it. And that's that's a that's the perfect version of two entities coming together and trying to find a, a good solution. Whereas, like, I mean, the Rockets were a hundred percent in on trying to win a title still, right? With James Harden, they've got the pieces. Obviously, they moved on from from Daryl Morey, and you know they moved on from Mike D'Antonio. So maybe that's what caused him to be a little unhappy, James Harden, in the situation. But that wasn't that was, and even in Draymond saying he even said, you know, he dogged it. He was definitely dogging it. No one's going to question that. So how can you how can you not take a little bit of backlash in that process? How can you not expect a little bit of like criticism on your end if you're dogging it too? If you're not living up to your part of the part of the uh, agreement so yeah i guess I, that's the thing with the green thing that you have to explain to me like i don't why why is he upset why does it feel like it's not a two-way street like i get him sticking up for players and it's just like oh like your bus is nuts although you should bust his nuts because it felt like the rockets were doing everything to like keep harden there and harden was just like i don't be here anymore yeah. like whatever i mean like we are in an era where like harden can do that and force his way out because you know he's top like eight player in the league what was his problem with how the Cavaliers handled like sitting a guy that they wanted to trade or that would be traded? Who cares? Right. Exactly. I don't care. I, I think it's, I, here's the thing that is, is like, there's a, there's a little bit of an issue with professional athletes, but also a little bit in this with like NBA players. Like they talked about Adam Silver talked about it, like at the Sloan uh, conference, um, basically about like the happiness quotient of their players like players are unhappy at a at a level unto which that they've ever been like their satisfaction has ever been before so it's like why is this so there is a little bit of a problem now could it be social media could it be you know the intense media scrutiny of podcasts and every little thing being like analyzed i get it you know what i mean it's like I, I hear you like these are young guys too. Like, let's not also forget that these are like young 20 somethings who are given, or even like 19 year olds who are given $10 million, you know, for a rookie scale. Like if I'm, if I'm Anthony Edwards, I just got 10 million bucks. I'm the number one of our pick. I go to Minnesota. Like I, I might not be built for the pressure of, figuring stuff out on the fly, like the way that the media comes at me and all the things that come with it. Right. So I think this is where it's all like boiling up. And I think Andre or Draymond is, is talking about this Andre Drummond situation. And in fact, it's like, you know, we deal with all this external pressure. And then, you know, if we say anything, we get fined. But if you do something, you don't get fined. And I, I'm, I'm on both sides of it because I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree. Cause, cause, cause I, my argument would be, look. Yeah. It sounds like having an employer is what it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. If you work for everyone on this podcast probably works for somebody um, there's pros and cons to that. If you work for yourself, there's pros and cons to that. There's good. There's bad. Nothing is perfect. As you mentioned, Brandana there, there's no utopia. There's going to be negatives and there's going to be positives. I love my job, but there's negatives of my job that I have to deal with that I don't kind of like. And sometimes the shit just isn't fair. And at a certain point, we have to be grownups and sit there and realize, like, it sucks, but the good outweighs the bad. And if we're operating from, like, a 60% is good and 40% kind of sucks, then 
we're we're better off than most people, right? Yeah. Okay. So MAB fixes, and we, we wrap it up here. Does Draymond have a point, or is it just like once every like while, like some players just have to vent to the media? They're gonna just kind of get off their chest in a microphone, and that's that. I think I think that's it. But I would say. If there's anything like, I don't know why, if you're going to sit there and, and allow teams to talk about trading a player uh, and then a player like Anthony Davis gets fined 50 grand for requesting a trade, that doesn't seem fair to me because you're both, you're both doing the same thing. So either I would say just open it up or, 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 or make it. I don't make know. It, I'll, I'll disagree here. And I know this, uh, I guess it's fair it may be fixes, fixes. but it's like, um, the mac if the, if the team as a macro is trying to figure out how to move assets to win a championship like they should be able to do that it they should. seems it, it but, seems but like, should they be able to publicly announce that they're trading a player that's the point versus 100%. why what does it matter 1000% like what so, i don't is I, I don't i don't want the look of a mutiny by like someone inside of our like someone actually playing for my team that could like wreck the locker room by saying like I want to get traded because now like it takes us out of comp- competition like now the teammates like don't trust them now like our just our integrity of trying to win basketball games is questioned. It's a good point. It's a very good point. So yeah. so what do, so so do you say leave it as is then? Yeah, say like I if, if this is the worst case scenario if it's still player empowerment with you which you and I both agree on. Like players should be able to do that. And if it's like sometimes they get off their chest and it's just like, because there's nothing to be done. Like if, you know, if Harden wants to dog it because he's just out of there, like then you just have to move him and there's nothing to do about it because just like he doesn't want to be there anymore. And that's that. But it's still, you know, I still, if a team wants to move, like a player wants to move an asset from their team to another team, like they can publicly come out with it because they're above. But what you can't have is just kind of, you know, it's different. Like if, you know, you and I, whatever we have boss or whatever, like if I'm going to shoot and we're on the shoot and like the, the director of the brand is just like, all right, like we don't want this model. Like, can we get a different model? Because it's just like, you know, like we want somebody with like uh, just like lighter hair because this mm-hmm. helps sell the hair product. It's like, all right, let's sub that in. But if I have a model show up and she's just like, I don't want to sell this product. Like that's a problem. Yeah. Like that's like everyone shooting around. It's just like, this product's now going to be impossible to sell. Cause like the person like that's actually like, you got some stank face here. on. Like it's not gonna be there. Um, yeah, right. you've, you've swayed me, damn it, Brandana. You're, ah, you're what you. Yes, very good. I like it. Yeah, and so the, I guess the fix is why guys have public forums to fucking vent and let it go. And you probably shouldn't find those guys for doing that. Let it get off their chest and keep it moving. Yell into the mic. Um, all right, brother, let's jump into the inbox. <laughs> all right. Um. Email number one. We might have to drop something. We're cooking with gas today, bro. I'm fucking firing on cylinder. All cylinders. B. We need this. Um, all right. We've got uh, schools out. Kids hopefully will get out of remote learning soon. You might talk about this. Your kids are out of remote learning. Um, yes. Can we get a showdown on top school things that kids are missing out on on being home? Anything related to kids' experience being at school? Any grade is eligible. Special thanks to the kick-ass teachers making the best of the situation. Bow, 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 to the bow, teachers, bow. obviously, through all this. This didn't expect. And also the parents that became teachers. <laughs> like, uh, yes, yes. It's the homework, for sure. Um, so what's the biggest interaction you feel like um, your kids, Commission at Commission at 2.0, 
um, convention junior, not school yet, obviously. Right. I'm kind of just missing out with like socially or whatever, like being in school. What's the big thing you're just like, man, I can't wait. They get back so they can flex, flex this muscle or at least work it out. Yeah. I mean, I think like the social component, we all, we, we undervalue how important it is just like the interaction with other like six and seven year olds or whatever grade it is, you know, um, you know, you, you read a lot about like the like screen time stuff that these kids are going through, like being online and learning They're They're just, not, it doesn't penetrate the same way. And I think that they need to be out there with other people with, you know, and obviously, you know, parents, if they're home, they're trying to help with their kids in the assignments too, but some parents are working. We're both working. So it's not like we can spend eight hours a day, like in front of them. So I think like, you know, the, the social component and the interaction is the, the key of, of, of learning. It's just like being in an environment, having other people around me, collectively coming together, having the teacher in front of me, talking to me, you know what I mean? It, when we were kids, we, it probably would have been a godsend to be like, yes, sit me in front of the TV to fucking yeah. learn. This will be awesome. But like my niece, you know, they had a long stretch where they were, uh, uh, online learning. And it was like my 12 year old or my 11 year old niece was like cranking her, her whole school day out in like two hours. It's like, that ain't gonna, that's not gonna cut it. That's not gonna work. <laughs> that's a good point too. Like, I like kind of forget and me like, uh, like obviously I don't have kids, but it's, you know, think of putting yourself in that seven year old mindset of just like, like all you know is your like your parents and like your grandparents, you know, right. like and uncle. Like you only know like like eight people in your life. Like you need <laughs> right, right. you need that day in social interaction, just like seeing somebody like slip down the stairs, like seeing somebody just kind of like fall out, like you know, just like just right. how the world works. Yes. You need to see like every like other fucking like seven eight year old just moving on earth and you're just like okay like just as like like a barometer for what you're up to it's for just sure like, okay. yeah you need the the nine-year-old coming up to you and be like i like turtles and you're like all right bro exactly. take yeah. it fucking back it's just a like, little oh, bit that's what fucking weird is all right now i know what weird <laughs> right, is. Right, right. Now, you need now all that stuff yeah the social stuff is is wildly underrated when it comes to that for sure yeah that's good all right um Email number two, bro. I'm going to put you on the spot here. All right. Fire I did away. dig up. Uh, this is from our emailer of the year. Oh, bow, 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 bow. 2019, 2020. 20. Make it a run. 21. Make it a run at it. Make it a run at 2021. Um, all right. These are TV facts. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna quiz you, bro. So oh, okay. I'm going to be honest. I, I did dig up the answers, so I know them. But uh, okay. the listeners will have a lot of fun with it. So give a little beat to give them the chance to answer, even if you know, and then I'll give the answer and I'll let okay. you know which ones I definitely knew. Um, all right, so here we go. Uh, just random fucking TV quiz questions. All right, what's the name of the Simpsons dog? Wait a second. Do you want me to answer? I do. I want you to wait a second. Now you can answer, yeah. Santa's little helper. That is correct. All right, one for one. All right, name all four original roommates from the new girl. Oh, the original? Is there a remake? Well, no, but there is where... Oh, the original roommates. Yes, the yes. original roommates. Correct. Yes, yes. But I'll take either one of the the two guys that kind of... Right. Damien, Damon Wayans, which nice. is coach. Yep. Nick, played by... Yep. Uh, our boy. Our boy. Fuck. You just need the name of the roommate. You know, I can tell you the actor. 
say the name. Yeah, shit. I can't. Okay. Why can't I remember? Josh. Yeah. This is not Josh. What is his name? Some Jay's involved. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. God damn it. He did good. He did good. Uh, and I can't remember what Zoe Deschanel's character's name is in that. I can't. Remember I'm still going to give you the point. Jess. Jess. Jessica. Jess. Yeah. Okay. And then there was Max. <laughs> Max Greenberg, which played. Oh, I can't remember his name either. Greenfield Schmidt. Greenfield Schmidt. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Also, yeah. also from um, the hit sitcom The Neighbor. The Neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> watch. <laughs> I made you watch that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get back to the hour. Sorry, we're going to fire that back up. Why don't we do that anymore? A lot of homework on our end. Yeah. It's the hardest. Like, that is the hardest prep. The hardest prep is doing the fucking. The fucking hour of sour. Yeah. Yeah. Because separation is the hardest homework. Hour of sour is just a shitty hour. Mad degrees is fucking uh, degrees, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this way, it's come up in like what one time in a year. All right, <laughs> right. Um, what is Blossom's best friend's name? Oh, six. Nice, good pull. Absolutely. Um, who's the oldest golden girl? In real life. In real life, yeah. Wasn't it uh, B. Arthur? It was. was it? Yeah. Yeah. Tied yeah. with Betty White. Both six Tied with Betty White. Okay, yeah, because everyone because Estelle Getty played, but she was younger. But she was she was she, younger. Yeah, sixty two yeah. by a year, and then um, Rue was fifty one, so she was coming in. Rue McClanahan, nice. Ten out, smoke show. Um, all right, from nine hundred two and two one zero. I never saw this show. What type of cars did Dylan and Brandon drive? Oh, didn't like. I felt like Dylan had like a. Porsche, like a vintage Porsche. Yeah, Porsche did? 56. Yep, nice. Ooh, I don't remember what Brandon had though. What did Brandon have? 65 Mustang convertible. Oh man, uh, I did not know that one. So so far, I mean, you're kind of kicking my ass. I don't think I would have gotten the the new girl roommates. I think I would have forgotten those. Uh, you got the golden girl, which is nice. Uh, so I'm going to put you ahead by plus two. Thanks. Uh, which character did Tony Soprano kill? He gave you options here. Okay. Do you, you see the Sopranos? Yeah, I've seen the Sopranos. All right, don't look at me like that. Right. <laughs> um, Ralph or Phil Leotardo? Did he kill? Yeah, who did he kill? One of these, both of these, neither of these. Well, Ralph was played by Joey Pants, right? Yep, Joey Pants. And Phil Leotardo. Oh, fuck it. Was it Ralph? It was Ralph, yeah. yeah. Ralph kills him because after he kills the horse, he goes over to Ralph's house and yeah. kills them. And like the, the toupee and everything, and he like yes. eats them to death. Yeah, that's oh yes, that was a good scene. Philly Atarda was killed. You remember how Philly Atarda was killed? No, I don't. Uh he's shot in the back of the head, and then the SUV, which is like like his like but he was he was killed he was killed like in the last couple episodes of the season right yeah yeah he was uh i think that it was, was like the, the last season i think it was the second to last if not the last yeah. I, I think it was made in america i think it was the last but he shot in the back of the head and then the suv like the uh his sister gets locked out of it and her grandkids are in the back seat and the suv runs backwards and then squashes his head That's and the right. kids across the street are just like oh <laughs> like you see his head explode can you imagine? Can you imagine seeing that and be like, holy shit? Oh, I could not. It's a, oh, it's, I remember they say, oh, and like one kid throws up. Like just the level of detail in the Sopranos is amazing. That's <laughs> so kid, funny. Kid New guy in, his, in the back. You get his guts out. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to save a couple dollars from break bats. <laughs> All right. 
Um, where's the Fresh Prince from? West Philadelphia, born and raised. Born and raised, yeah. Um, what is MacGyver's nemesis name? Holy shit. I don't know. I had to look this up, too. Did you? Murdoch. Murdoch? You remember MacGyver? I remember MacGyver came on after ALF, and my brother loved ALF. So I remember the ALF. ALF was the shit. Back to back. You ALF like was the shit. I like that. I like ALF. Okay, can you give me your ALF impression real fast? Oh, uh, hey, uh, hey, Nor. Oh, man, that's terrible. That's not good. Hey, Willie, where's the cat? There it is. <laughs> there it is. I couldn't think of his name. I yeah. couldn't think of Willie's name. Willie where's the, the cat? cat? Uh, from Malmac, right? Like from, yeah, Planet Malmac, yeah. Uh, this is a really, this is a deep cut. What's the teacher's name and head of the class? Oh. You remember this show? I do remember this. Simone. So this is from a, wait, uh, do you remember the, what is it? Uh, this is the guy from, do you remember the- Howard Hesseman. Uh, the actor. Oh, nice. It's uh, what, I, I keep saying, I want to say 90210, but it's not- in Cincinnati, WKP, WKRP in Cincinnati, in Cincinnati. with you Lonnie Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck fire yeah. that show up. Fucking yes, we should. Too. We should probably dust that one off. We should find like a deep, like late seventies show like that to watch. The sitcom. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely doing that. Please do not let me forget. Email me right now. We're doing that. WKRP in Cincinnati. We're gonna do a rewatch on that. I mean, it would take like. The amount of time it takes us to watch a movie, like we could fire through like four or five episodes. Ass season. Ass yeah. season. Yeah. Um, um Howard Hesseman played the 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 uh, I'm gonna give you the point. Charlie Moore. Charlie Moore, Peter. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good call. It's it's a short podcast. Um <laughs> did, did Sam ever get out of the quantum leap? Ooh. Played by Scott Bakula. The next leap. Will be the leap home. I don't. I don't think so. Did he? he I did. don't remember. He no. didn't. He actually no. Uh, and I remember watching the final episode. Did you really? I don't. A really... weird hang. I remember. Like I think like my parents let me stay up a little late too to watch it because they just knew I, I was a huge like that was my jam. Quantum Leap was my jam. But stayed up to Quantum watch. Quantum Leap it. was a good show. It was a really good show. Should we watch Quantum Leap? <laughs> you want to do that? Absolutely do that. Yeah. I think those. I think those are hours though. Those might be. I think those are hours. Well, it's USA hours, so I think they're like you know, like forty-four minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he didn't. Like, I guess um, I don't remember this. I remember kind of the last one. Like, I I remember this. Like, I was staying up. All the lights were off. I was up way too late. We're watching it. He's like, he's outside of like a bar. But I guess what happens? He leaps back to tell Al's wife that Al is coming home. Really? And then he's stuck in the fucking quantum leap forever. Oh. He was like a baseball player, you remember all that? He was a chick. He was going yeah. through all that shit. He, yeah, he did a lot. That was a good, that's a fun like concept. Oh, great premise! Yeah. Great premise. Yeah. Uh, all right. What is Eleven's favorite food in Stranger Things? Your kids in the Stranger Things? Are they old enough? Is that a oh, thing? They have, no, they haven't watched Stranger Things. Right. Fuck no, no way. Um, no, she no. likes waffles. Ego waffles. Okay, you know what? I gave you the out. How do you know this? I mean, that is correct. Because I, I watched Stranger Things. You, you threw down Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things is an adult show. It's not a fucking kid show. Uh, it's best for me. All right, all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> what jobs did the Sex and the City girls have? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was a uh, writer. Sure. Uh, Miranda was a lawyer. Yes. 
uh, Charlotte, played by the Davis. No, by time. Uh, I don't know what she did. She she was like an event planner. Uh, art something? dealer. Art dealer. Tough, Fuck. Tough point. Okay. Yeah. Here's then, the event. You're buying some art. And then Samantha um, was just a hua. <laughs> Publicist. Publicist. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you four points possible. Two. Uh, 2.75. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What's the name of the tequila that Turtle sells in Entourage? Oh, Avion. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Um, all right. And then I didn't put this down. Name as many serial killer shows produced on Netflix during 2020 as you can. Serial killer shows. Killer, serial killer shows, yeah. On Netflix in uh, in 2021? 2020. 2020. Okay. Well, so we just don't do this, by the way. We just watched the Night Soccer. Fucking wild. What don't you do? What? Don't watch Don't watch it. The oh, Night don't Soccer. Watch it. What's the Night Soccer? You don't know the Night Soccer? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I knew about the Night Soccer. This dude, Richard Ramirez, fucking bonkers crazy. No spoilers. It's yeah. a doc? It's a doc. Yes. Yes. Real life happened in LA in the like mid to late eighties. Right. Smokes. Yeah. And so like, uh, Dr. Mrs. The commish and I were watching it and, uh, made sure that we'd like definitely set the alarm every night, make sure to lock all the doors, like freak, <laughs> freak city freaked out. Not, not a good one to watch with your partner. Um, do you, do you feel like any pressure to like man up? Like I ain't afraid. Like no problem. It's just yeah. like, She's yeah. like, why are you turn the bathroom light on? It's just like, I like a little light. It's like, what's going on? What's the problem? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Um, so then they did Night Stalker. They did the Ted Bundy Chronicles, which yeah. we didn't watch that. Um, serial killers. Wait, because I feel, yeah, I feel like they had, so I feel like they had, Netflix had the, Ted Bundy, yeah. like actual docuseries, and then they had the one that my boy was in, the actual dramatized scripted Ted Bundy one, which was Zac Efron. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, he was yes, in that one. Yes. Uh, they had like, was it like, um, don't fuck with cats? Oh, Luca Magnata. Yes. That's don't fuck with it. We watched that one. That one was wild too. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and they're cooking with gas. Who knows? Like eight, nine, all of it. Right, right. yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Does Does Tiger King count as a serial killer? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that chick possibly. Um, bro, good like, stuff. We are... bro. We're firing on all cylinders, bro. Dude, this is. Uh, should we introduce the new segment? Are we doing the pairing tip? Went straight to showdown. I'm gonna jump to showdown, bro. All right, let's just do it. We'll save those two beautiful segments for next next week. I'm really excited about. You heard about this? You heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> really excited about this new segment. All right, well we're teasing. We're teasing it well. All right, Neil Fossey showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no. All right, um, Neapolitan Showdown. We're talking top planets. We're so we're we're fucking on. We are killing it with our acapella game right now. 
I mean, it's fucking. Can we also t- sit there and tell the audience that we're excluding Earth from this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because Earth, Earth, the- Earth, fucking would be number one. Yeah, it'd be weird not to give Earth the one spot. It would, it would this be gotta be your favorite. It's just kind of like it's it's like you're at a party and you have your wife next to you and it's just like who's the hottest girl here and you don't choose your wife or you make her like number three and it's just like you're just making your life more difficult yeah like right. you just gotta you gotta come out the gate it's just like this is my gal this is my planet like this is kind of what's keeping me like saying what keep me alive like i gotta go with that as a top spot. right right it'd be like if you're like rated your wife 8.5 and then you're <laughs> like but you're a nine not gonna happen not working tough hang a tough hang a tough uh hang. yes we did that. were you uh were you uh kind of a planet nerd back in like grade school i got into planets i could name them in order like i got all the like yeah. when i went to the library and checked out books like everybody's checking out just like the scary stories to tell in the dark book and like the raw dolls and shit and i was just like give me that planet book because i like looking at fucking planets uh, yeah planets were wild solar system was wild i grew up in the era you know 1985 i was in elementary school for the challenger we did a mock we made a bus into the challenger right i was the i was a pilot i'm not gonna gonna fucking fucking brag (laughs) toot my horn i was a pilot we 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 took it around the track at our elementary school we were all in on fucking space the solar system the milky way was it a race around the track well, there was, there was only one bus, so no, we just took it around. We just we just let it cruise. <laughs> so, can I tell you about this story? Okay, so we had this thing. This is a little diversion, but now we got okay. time that we like yeah. we uh, push the two segments next week. That's fine. So there was um, there's a challenge when I was uh, I think it was in eighth grade, and it was you all you had was cardboard and duct tape, and you had to get from one side of this like sixty foot pool to the other, Ooh. and then it's just like. You could use all the duct tape and cardboard you want, but that's all you could use. And there's a picture of me in the paper in my Randy Moss jersey. Oh, flossing on him. Randy Moss, yeah. And it was just like, and it was just paddling. So it just kind of reminded me of that. Like, oh, you had to get over you on this duct tape and, and cardboard. You. Yeah, it's basically, yeah. All science classes were like built into three-person teams. So there was like 15 teams. And then like you got in the pool with just like your duct tape and your cardboard, like whatever you built, like however like you it. thought it would be most efficient. And then like some people just did like super flat and just like covered all the duct tape or the like cardboard and duct tape. So it would float and they just kind of do like a, like a castaway thing. Like yeah. we had like a little bit, like we tried to like fashion a canoe like, yeah. with the duct tape and then That's like smart. maybe two like little paddles, but the paddles kind of like broken half. That's right. You're cheating. Your rubbin's racing on that point. I don't know how that has anything to do with space, but I like the story. (laughs) No, it just reminded me like your track story. I was just like, I am back. Right, 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 right. right. I like. I love you in the paper. Shout out. Email us anyone (laughs) in the Alma, Kansas area. You got that fucking newspaper clipping? I have it. Butterville, Oklahoma. We'll post it. I'll find it. It's somewhere. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, all right. So yeah, I was a big Mavum Jasump, which is all the planets in order, which I could always say. Oh, and you're that that's kind of Pluto in there. We are we Pluto guys as a planet? Are we not accepting the 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 standard that now that Pluto is not a planet? No, we're old school. Fuck it's yeah. just like whatever is just like calories aren't calories anymore, or it's just like all of a sudden it's just like we're we're counting whatever we grew up with, like Pluto's a planet. Yeah, we're and the fighting. 
the traditional I, food pyramid. Give me all the grains. <laughs> all the grains and bread and cereal. Yeah. I got to get my day started. Fuck yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm still counting Pluto as a planet. Fuck but yeah. Pluto and Neptune would cross, right? Like there'd be every so often, like Neptune would be out further than Pluto. I guess sure. that's still going on. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, I forgot that that's actually a thing now. Like Pluto is not a planet. Pluto is not a planet. I thought they came back and said Pluto is a planet. I don't know. I thought they I were like, I don't, I can't up. keep up on all the planet talk. Look, yes. Pluto has always been a planet to me. Fucking you got to prove it, prove, prove me wrong. Prove, prove it that it isn't until it isn't. Fucking Pluto Kardashian. We can't keep up. What's going on? Um, all right, bro. Uh, my number, <laughs> my number three planet out of the gate. Um, going Uranus and just stop, stop now. Pod listeners, you, I know you won't do this because you're above this kind of humor. This isn't a butt joke waiting. Um, you're corny, you're lame if you're dropping the Uranus like butt joke. Like, oh, this planet's dynamite, it's big. It, it knocks to a beat of its own drum. Like it does For the sure. fucking, it does the vertical like ring. No one else in the solar system is breaking that out. Nuh-uh. It's, it's like no the mo- it's the mohawk of rings, brother. It's Ooh, just like, I'm going like to throw this up to down as opposed to like side to side. I like it. You're right. Exactly. Fuck off Saturn. What do you yeah, know about okay. this? Yeah. Oh, fucking just square, square to square. rock. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. And they're done that. I've got number. I've got Uranus is number three. I wrote down that it's the, an elite comedy planet, right? <laughs> I love it. I love Uranus because when the time that you're learning about Uranus, it's the break in your day. It's I'm I'm sure I'm in yeah. fourth grade learning about Uranus, right? Then it's, it's yeah. So it's one of those jokes that everybody felt like they discovered on their own because it hit you just right. It was just like, oh, you got to hear this, and it's just like, hey, you didn't realize this has been going down for literally hundreds of years yeah but then you go but then you graduate a couple more grades you get into sex class sex and health class you learn about the anus and you're like oh shit (laughs) connecting dots connecting dots this is all coming (laughs) together so elite comedy planet uranus my number three Mm. what's that what's the plan they uh we'll save the end but like there's got to be a plant that nobody's talking about that should get some love oh Um, for sure console bracket um mars is my number two god damn it mars we lined is my up number two. we are lined nice. up mars is my number two mars is my will they won't they planet <laughs> what an awesome way to put it uh real fast i'm gonna quiz you because people get fucked up about this mars hotter colder than earth go right now hotter Ooh, colder. Than earth, I, I would say hotter i'm probably go. wrong colder colder yes that's the weird thing mars is the it's the red planet Red means heat to us, but it is further away from the sun than Earth is. It's fucking colder, of course. Dumb. I'm, a, I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mars is. It's crazy. Like we're not going to be alive for this. Um, maybe your children will be. Probably, probably pretty close. Hopefully. But we're going to colonize that motherfucker. Fuck people yeah, are be, we are. People are going to be living on Mars. That's crazy. You're like, crazy. what up, like, aliens? What's going on? It's just like we got so it's just it's really like I, I don't know if you guys also like fire up your Twitters or whatever, or your obviously if you listen to this podcast, you know technology more than we do. And I just said technology really weird. Um, <laughs> technology. <laughs> yeah, not, not selling it. But uh yeah, we I mean we have like really clear pictures of Mars right now, and like we will be living on that planet like fucking total recall style. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing is, is how are you going to like, how are we going to sustain the atmosphere? We're going to have to live on there and like, what's up? Build, build fucking bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Colonize that bitch. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Seven. All right. Well, number one, like we're obviously at a dead heat. Dead heat. Uh, if our number one, so this is by far my favorite planet. It's been my favorite planet since I was like six. And I remember the red storm, which is shrinking, could swallow 50 Earths. Is Jupiter number one? It is my number one. What the <laughs> fuck? Huge planet, two and a half times the size of everything. The giant red storm. Uh, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's dominating that next breakout. Like we get all from away from the kids. And it's just like, yeah, this planet, I mean, this planet's like legit. Like the, the moon number always changes. Just like, yeah. oh, it has eight, it has 16, it has 36. Like you're a moon of it. Like you yes. just never know. Like it's just it's like, a fucking beast, dude. It dominates, dude. It dominates. I didn't know oh, that though. I, I was looking up Jupiter a little bit because it's been a while since I checked in. Since you know, okay, yeah, that's all right. But it's like that. Uh, the red storm, that red eye. Yes, it was, it's it's getting smaller. I guess like that storm's chilling out. It is. That, wanna... that that's crazy too. And that storm has been going on for like four hundred <laughs> plus years or something like that, which yeah. is a nut storm. I I thought about that. I was like, could you imagine trying to like. Like, like, can you imagine getting sucked into the, like the orbit of Jupiter, and then trying to like, like, how would you get anything onto Jupiter? It seems like such a gigantic mess. Yeah, I don't even know how it works. Like, it's like I guess we sent we sent something past fucking Pluto back when Pluto was the furthest thing in a planet, right? And it went into like that dark thing, and then it got out on the other side. Dude, science nerds are fucking smashing there. And I can't believe science nerds are still listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're smashing their phones right now. Um, all right, to break this tie right now, um, we're going to start from the sun, and we're going to name each planet in order until one of us fucks up. Okay. All right, so I have the first. Do you have the first? Yes. All right, let's name it. Mercury. Mercury. Do you have the second? Venus. Venus, yeah. Third, Earth. Earth. Fourth, Mars. Ma oh, Mars. <laughs> All right, I'll take the W. Right <laughs> oh, what's what, what? What separates Mars from Jupiter? Space. Ah, uh, asteroids, my friend. Fucking yeah, little asteroid. asteroid belt. Yeah. Asteroid. All right. Yeah. I, I, you won. You won. You won. Yeah, you're throwing Hail Marys. Throwing asteroid Hail Marys. I just wanted, yeah, I just wanted, I looked it up today, bro. Oh, I like it. Uh, I guess it's a bit, it may be Sports Podcast episode 156. Jam packed. Hot pot. What a, what a good time, buddy. What a good time. It's rare, rare we have to push two segments, but we'll definitely. Hop on those. Uh, gonna have an MAMA parenting tip next week, definitely with allowances. We're gonna hear. We're gonna hit the. Uh, you hear about this? You hear about this? You hear Which about that? Yahoo headlines, rapid fire, because that's where I get my news from. <laughs> uh, guys, also we have um, the Mad Leagues. Thanks for emailing in. Mad League season two is going to be underway. We are drafting Sunday, February twenty eighth. So we will post those lineups and you guys can join us on Twitch. Uh, there's a regular season. We're going to playoffs. You guys can follow all the shit along. It's going to be a really fun time. All right. MVP of the week. I'm going to give it to um, fucking pictures from Mars. Got yeah, that on. That's wild. 
that's wild stuff. There's a difference between like, I have a picture and it's just like, oh, this is grainy as fuck. This is 8-bit. This looks like a Super Mario Nintendo game. And looking, it's just like, oh shit, like this looks like an Instagram live feed of fucking Mars. That's wild. It is wild. That was, it looked like, it's like, is that Arizona? Where is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, cool. Yeah, no, yeah. that, that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to go with Juwan Howard, head coach of the Michigan basketball team. They're currently ranked third right now, 15 and one. Tomorrow, as we record Sunday, yesterday, as you're listening, they're going to be in a head to head matchup with the Ohio. You fill out the rest, the number four team in the country. Ooh, let's see how they buddy? go. Fucking fuck yeah, let's go. Should I bet on this, buddy? I'll do it. Uh, Ohio, you fill out the rest is favored by a point and a half at this point. So give me the Wolverines. You know, I bleed blue, bro. Bleed fucking blue, brah. <laughs> It may be sports podcast episode 156. I am Brandana. Watch you sign yourself off. Most awesome. Podience, come join us when we watch the famous Scott Podula TV series, Quant Mad Leap. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.